All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys being here. I know we'll have people logging in and out and true to form because we're on lockdown. My kids will be coming in and out, which is kind of the reason that we've got these two lovely ladies on the call today. So we've got Londa Teets and Jen Meyer, both teachers within District 51. And my hope is that they're going to give us some tricks and tips on not only how to stay sane, but also help our kids learn while we're on lockdown and doing the homeschool thing. So uh, they, they don't end up with kids that we have to all hold back an extra year. But um, anyway, uh, Londa, Londa and Jen, would you mind uh, just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you before we get started? Um, so my name's Jen Meyer. I teach sixth grade English language arts at Redlands Middle School. And um, I've been fortunate to have one of your kiddos, Todd, for two years. So um, we have lots of history there and I've been in the district for 23 years now, so. And just for clarification, she didn't have him twice because he didn't make it through the first year. <laughs> I <laughs> he liked her knew. so much that when it came to go again, he was like, all right, I get her for sixth grade as well as fourth. <laughs> Yes, and he kept moving up too. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, Londa. Londa Teets, and I worked for the district for 23 years as well. We, my husband and I moved here from the Midwest where I was an ELA teacher. Uh, right now I'm a SPED literacy specialist. Um, so I'm on uh, many of the district led teams and have been monitoring what all the teachers are doing this week, especially in special education. Although I'm attending uh, many of the regular education meetings that uh, we have planning teams throughout the district who have been meeting for two weeks straight to try to get this thing in the right So, so the, the next question I have on here is understanding how much direction we should be giving them as their homeschool teachers um, and how much we should just be letting them, um, you know, succeed and or fail uh, uh, in, in so when we say, hey, listen, there's a half hour, 45 minutes, and then go let them get their wiggles out, how much of that half hour, 45 minutes should I, as a parent, be uh, giving them direction? I, I know for my assignments, especially for this week, I have um, put assignments on there that they are very familiar with. So it shouldn't be something like their daily grammar piece is something we've been doing all year. The only difference now is that they're doing it on a computer versus a piece of paper. Um, the questions are worded the same. They you know, look the same, that kind of thing. So I've really tried to structure my assignments uh, and just like onto a thing like that rigor will up the longer we get into this. But at this point, I've tried to make them as simple as possible so that the kids are being successful as well um, because I want them to have success in that and not feel like they're frustrated in that piece as well. And parents, are, you know, too. I've got some ring um, excerpts that they're doing and they're doing some comprehension discussion questions, but I also videotaped myself reading that. So if it's something that you guys don't need to be reading, I've already read that to them, that they can just click on that link and they can listen to me read it. Um, as far as your guidance, I think anything is great. I don't think that there's anything that any teacher that I, I personally know of that is 
you know, saying, well, we've got, you know, midterms coming up, or, which we don't because it just started a new quarter, but I don't think that there's anybody saying that we have all of these things that are coming up and they're so important you can't help at all. I think that is another part of that safe, successful, this is kind of what our new world looks like right now. Okay, awesome. Londa? I would agree with everything you just said. And I like the way, Jen, that you've scaffolded that, those lessons in terms of you have a read on there for students to access. All of the teachers that I've been working with are doing the same thing for their students to level the playing field because some of the material may be um, a little bit out of their reach. So students have that option, which is fantastic. Um, and again, first whack at this, if we're going to progress monitor, if, if something is to be done as a, you know, what we think of as parents as a quiz or a test, I think that's going to be delivered in a different way. It might be a one-on-one -on -one session or something that's submitted that um, has that kind of disclaimer up at the top that, you know, we want you to, we want this to be the student's work, um, you know, work on this on your own. Um, I think there'll be something, uh, you know, put in there that, um, you know, that the teacher has made it clear that it's for the student to do, um, you know, let them do it first. So, I, I think that's... So, here's a, here's, a, here's a question that this kid probably is the one that actually submitted. Um, as a parent and now a homeschool teacher, um, what do we do for our fuse when we know that our fuse is getting short What's the trick or tip that you can give us to, is it timeout? Is it like, what do we do to not freak out on our kids? I think you need a 10 minute break, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> they can put me in timeout? Yeah, <laughs> well, I won't tell them that while they're right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, sometimes it just needs to be a different direction, you know, and, and um, I'm, I hope that, you know, you being a parent of a kiddo I have in class, know that you can call an email and, and hopefully I can buffer some of that because even under the best of circumstances when we're not in the situation at school, I, you know, I give out my number and like, call me because I'd rather help you deal with any of the breakdowns on your end or theirs <laughs> than have it be a fight all night where you are both frustrated with each other. So, um, you know, if it's something like that, that maybe a teacher could help with, then maybe use those access points, whether it's email, phone calls, Google Meet, something along those lines, just to kind of get maybe the ship righted again and mm -hmm. it's not something that's available and you're doing it later on at night then maybe it's just okay we're gonna leave this be for a little bit and come back to it when we're both <laughs> ready to come back to it i agree yeah. i think you guys should i think you guys should have some sort of a an agreed upon you know phrase Maybe you just need to back out for a little bit. Yep, break. I need to step away. I need to think about that. I mean, I, I have said that over and over. I don't know the answer. I need to think about that. Um, and then maybe I'm going to need to go to a resource to get the answer. I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to have to wait until my spouse is available. He's done with his go-to meeting. And right. I can ask him and talk to him about it. He's, you know, hopefully you have somebody to bounce things off of. Maybe it's a parent that you call your own, you know, maybe it's grandma or an aunt or somebody that you can vent to. None of us have done this before. Parenting never came with a guidebook. So this, this isn't that different. We're used to, you know, troubleshooting from the hip anyway. And this is, it's okay to be troubleshooting this from the hip. 
fine. Great. Um, there's there's some people on the call or that are going to listen to this. They're going to be very disappointed that neither one of you said that wine is the the go-to. <laughs> but it's okay. It's all right. I get it. Um, so we got another question here. Any indication as to what the real date we're going to go back to school is? I have not heard anything, and I'm going by the April 17th and assuming that might be a little bit longer if. I heard yesterday was April 30th, not necessarily for schools, but just for economy stuff. So um, I have I have no clue. I'm going on the April 17th thing we were told. So I'm going to go with that date. I'm going to go with that too. Beautiful. You guys are going to run for politics here shit soon. Um, <laughs> all right. So so uh, let's see. I, oh yeah, jumping on the trampoline. I love that. Right, get get the wiggles out. And and by the way, I, I mean I only have boys, so I'm just assuming. But I talk to my friends that have girls, and their experience is very very different. Um, so um, our kids have got to run. Yeah, and one thing um, that they had just said about jumping on the trampoline reminded me. As um, I know, we've done top twenty at school, which is like, how do you stay in that top 20 where you're having a really good day? And how, if you're below that 80%, um, how do you get back into that top 20 if you're kind of having a bad day? And that's one of the things that I did put on my advisory lessons for this week was, okay, what trampoline are you using? And it's funny because they use that exact term was what trampoline are you using? Is it I need a break and I want to listen to music. Um, some kids said that they actually did jump on a trampoline. Some kids say they, you know, play with their dogs. Some kids read a book. That's their thing. But um, we've had lessons based around that. And I know all of my advisory kids had sticky notes in their lockers with their top three things. Just as a reminder. If I'm having a tough day, what can I do? And so that was something that I did put on my advisory lessons for this week is which trampolines are you using to kind of do that? So yeah, jumping on a trampoline, you know, playing with Beth, running around. <laughs> you guys have a big backyard there. So. Well, at least at least we can throw them over the fence and they can go play a wind gate, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> No, no, I mean, it makes it makes a difference. No, like I'm sore because I've been running after these kids or trying to get them get their wiggles out. So, so, so I get it. Well, listen, I know we're I know we're running out of time. We have three minutes here. Um, do you all have any special tricks or tips that you want to give to us? I have a couple. Um, if you can, uh, there are a lot of things that you can't teach in school that we don't have time to teach. I would challenge you during this time to um, actually include some life lessons. So, I, you know, we, we don't have like a traditional home ec anymore in, in uh, middle school. I remember when Redlands had that, had that classroom. We, we don't have that anymore. So do some cooking. Talk about, talk about some of the topics. You can Google this. You know, what I didn't learn in school kind of list. There's like a list of 15 or 20 topics out there. And pick some of those out because um, even if you're feeling like a miserable homeschool teacher, you have all of that other knowledge outside. I mean, you could be talking about, um, you know, uh, professional development or real estate or, uh, you know, a variety of business things, Todd. Um, and, and so can everybody else. Um, you know, maybe we talk about mental health and we talk about being aware of ourselves. You know, whatever your particular interests are, reach 
reach out to those and do make those. You know, we're all having scheduled, hopefully, hopefully uh, we're all having scheduled um, dining opportunities now um, together at the table again. So make those teachable moments and that can be your big lesson plan for the day. Let the teacher do the rest. And I, I love Jen's idea of rating things and having your big three. So rate your day. Was it, you know, for the little kids, you know, a smaller scale might be necessary. Was it, um, I, I didn't like my day at all. It was a frowny face or I loved my day. And then being able to support, um, you know, that with the details. Why did I choose that? So a couple of different things to do at the dinner table. I'd say that make that your focus for as a parent. That's awesome. I love that. That's so good. Yeah, Jen, any, any additional gold you want to throw at us? I, I absolutely agree with that. And in fact, um, one of the things the kids hear me talk about a lot in class is those human interactions and connections with people because I don't have my grandparents anymore and I keep telling them. I'm like, we lose that generation. And one of my assignments, not next week, but the week after, is going to be to interview a grandparent or an aunt and uncle, depending on you know who's still living. But just interviewing them because we're all stuck in <laughs> our houses. <laughs> and so it's a great opportunity to truly like get to know. I don't want all of my assignments to just be screen time. I want them to be interactions where they can learn more about their family and just to make it fun. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to do things that at least will be fun for the kids because it's new for them. And, you know, we're trying to do our best. And if we get stressed out, they feel that. And so I just want to do whatever I can to make sure that, you know, they are as secure as possible. And so I think, you know, like you were saying, just having those family, those family get togethers and those life lessons and cooking together and things like that, I think are even more important piece than what we're throwing at on the computer. So I love it. I love it. Um, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about, and, and I can hear it from you all, you know, is the is the idea that we as parents and have to have a completely different mindset about this. Um, it, that grace is so important, especially as we have these meetings. You know, I see it. We do meetings like this all day long right now that we're all in different places. And, and just you can see the stress on someone's face as their kids are making noise or the dogs barking or what have you. And just be able to say, okay, let's reframe this. Let's change our mindset. This is okay. This is, we're going to be interrupted. It's all right. In fact, it's not only all right, but it's actually a gift. Yeah. The connections and that, that you have the opportunity to make with your family in times like this, most people never, ever get. I mean, I know we have somebody on, on uh, right now that uh, has done uh, homeschooling for their kids and their experience and their connection with their kids was very, very different than, than probably mine growing up and, and our kids. So making sure that we, we put ourselves in a place where this is a great opportunity to help our kids connect with us, learn some things that are outside maybe the typical uh, uh, education, um, but also taking some of that personal responsibility. Uh, they lean so heavily on you and the school and, and frankly, their parents to make sure that things are getting done. This is a great opportunity for them to to learn personal responsibility. So love, love, love. Um, I think everybody heard that we are not alone. There are a tremendous amount of resources. The teachers are amazing. 
they understand that they are they're building the plane as we're flying it up, out, which I, I love that analogy. Um, and I think everybody would agree that when this is all said and done, there is going to be a new initiative to make sure that teachers get a raise. <laughs> well, we'll second that, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean a big raise, like, ah, this is crazy. <laughs> Well, we have time, but we would all do it for free, wouldn't we, Jen? I know you would, and that's what makes you all so amazing. And, and, and really, it's times like these where, where we're really forced to have more engagement with our teachers uh, that we really get to know you and your hearts. And God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. And thank you for being here uh, on this call. I know this is going to help a lot of people out.